Welcome, dear listeners. We have eerie tales ahead. You'll be lured into the realm of nightmares filled with fear and dread. We'll ease you in with laughs, but you mustn't be misled. Be wary, you've been warned. Don't listen before bed. <laughs> Hello there, everybody, and welcome back to Don't Listen Before Bed. I'm Arrow. And I'm Ari. And we're back again this week to give you the most tintillatingly terrifying tales from Tallahassee that'll make sure you don't listen before bed. Now, I don't know why I said Tallahassee, but how are you doing, my man? I actually like that intro. That was a really good intro. But oh, I'm we're sticking good. with it. We're, sti- <laughs> we're, do- we're yeah. doing this. No, this is good. Yeah, they have to hear this. Yep. Yeah. I'm doing good, man. It's my birthday, so I'm expecting a good story today. So. Oh, man. I really hope today's story doesn't actually ruin your birthday. I don't know if that'll if it's a really good story. That That's the, the, that's the contradiction of this podcast, man. If it's a really good story, that means it's going to be really scary. And yeah. does that technically ruin your day a little bit or your night's sleep? No, I think it's good. Like, obviously, if it's good, it's bad for us, you know, for me and, and the yeah. listeners. But at the same time, you know, during Halloween month, I mm-hmm. think we need to be spooked, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's funny. Your birthday is always in the spooky season. How has that affected your birthday month, like, over the years? Have you ever had just a Halloween birthday? I actually want to start doing that. The thing is, is these kind of months the more I kind of like grew up, the more I started to really appreciate like the Halloween festivities and decorations and, you know, pumpkins and all these things. And I'm like, if I was just born, you know, maybe four days later, it'd be perfect, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. But you're just off. So you don't get to enjoy the pumpkins. (laughs) No, there's no pumpkins on my birthday, unfortunately. But honestly, man, it's, it's it's the best month. Like Halloween, you know how there's like those two really big ones. You've got Halloween and then Christmas, Christmas, right? Yeah. Halloween is just so much more superior, you know? Oh, I totally agree. And like totally off topic, but how good are like the game events that you get oh, during it like that overwatch do you oh, remember the overwatch events that dude, we used to have? all of them are so good in the skins and the halloween yeah. limited time things i'm a sucker for those things man so it's the best month man oh man yeah totally uh, to, uh, i mean remember reaper's skins that he would get during halloween they were the best yeah 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 reaper it's yeah. funny that you say reaper yeah i'm i'm yeah. like um <laughs> i'm isolating everyone that's listening to this <laughs> if you didn't want, if you didn't play overwatch then you have no idea what i'm talking about but that's on you man that's on you yeah no honestly though like every single uh, every single game i guess like just has like just good halloween stuff that i think it just it's such a nice time and i wish we lived in america during this time and have you seen how like they do oh decorations God. the the you know the nights where you go trick-or-treating yeah that's so a bit of context because we live in new zealand it's not as well celebrated here or not as no. widely ce- celebrated i have one quick short story to tell you about halloween when i was younger because I really stopped t- trickle treating, <laughs> tickle treating, <laughs> tickling your back. <laughs> tickle treating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you want to get a tickle or are you going to give me a treat? Are you going to get a tickle or a yeah, pickle? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Tweeting. No. Are you tweeting uh, pickles? Yeah. Are you tweeting pickles? Pickle treating. Um, <laughs> when I was like, what? <laughs> Maybe, honestly, 11? Probably 11. And so in New Zealand, like, it wasn't it wasn't a big thing anyway and so 
during one of my peak years, <laughs> I, I was peaking on Halloween. So I was really into it. I was dressed as a pirate. And it was in like one of our first houses we lived in while we were living in New Zealand. And I went with one of my school friends uh, trick-or-treating in our area, which is our area being my road. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we knocked on this family's family home and yeah. the door was slightly ajar. And so when we knocked, the door opened because we knocked so hard to make sure we get the treats or the pickles. But when it opened, in the distance, we could actually see the family and they were having a spaghetti dinner, like all four, <laughs> <laughs> all four of them. But like yeah. it was, you know, the living room isn't right in front of the door. So, you know, they were like 10 yeah. meters away from us. I remember the dad specifically spooning in <laughs> a fork full of spaghetti into his mouth and you know like his mouth was open and it was just about to go in and i made eye contact with him and you know That's what i said you put the pickle That's you, put the pickle. you went pickle treating because <laughs> i said to him he looked at me i looked in his eyes and i was like trick or treat like you gotta get like get up <laughs> And he literally said to me, he's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry, we forgot. But I just kept standing there with my bag, like, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, but where, where are the treats? Like, you're hiding them somewhere, aren't you? Yeah. And he had yeah. to be like, sorry, sorry, son, um, we don't have any treats this year. We we, we, we forgot, we literally forgot. Yeah. Um, and so that's nice the downside thing. of trick-or-treating in New Zealand compared to a place like America, yeah. where we probably would have struggled to find a house that, you know, wasn't celebrating or at least knew about the event being that night but in new zealand you definitely could easily go by and be like when was it It was yesterday oh my god i totally forgot yeah totally actually you're right there's some actually some years i've genuinely forgot to just like consider or even care about halloween and and treats and stuff but even though i love it so much so it's 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 genuinely the country i think the country just totally just kind of slips through and you don't totally. realize you know? anyway i'll let you hit us with this the mini the mini story of the oh, i was uh, just gonna say the, yeah the uh, mask incident uh, i'm still sorry say, like, about that no no it's good i, I remember there was a time where one of you it was either you or another friend we had they brought a really scary variation of Ghostface's mask but it was more like kind of like an old lady i think it was i can't remember <laughs> yeah and i actually wore it and for some reason little me decided to tilt my head sideways to like really play the character right yeah and i think you guys were so unsure if it was still me beneath that mask so yeah, yeah, yeah. you kind of got real spooked and you, <laughs> yeah, yeah. first thing was you decided to just hook me in the face yes. to see if it's me i'm sorry i chose violence that day the thing no, is no, it's good. we it's do the good. spooky stories podcast i play indie horror games for a living by no means have i built up <laughs> any sort of natural immunity <laughs> yeah. i haven't taken any vaccinations for it yeah, um, it's, it's funny because i'm still scared point, i still get scared yeah. i feel like you'd be immune to all this stuff right yeah yeah no i've always been like this even when we we're younger and that's why when you refuse to respond when i was like hey take the mask off oh yeah i, did, I, I, did I got so scared thing, that yeah. i like yeah chose violence and i hit you Dude, I, i'm sorry literally being like a remnant at the point yeah you, would, you wouldn't have known yeah Never know unless you find out. You got to throw unless a punch. You punch. Yeah, you, you punch the ghost. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. So, shall we get into the story for today? Totally. Let's get into it, man. The title for this week is Through the Keyhole. Oh, okay. Immediately, I think yeah. of an old, crusty witch looking through my keyhole in apartment 665, close to 666. <laughs> um, and she's ready to, you know, 
feed me a you know a rotten apple that's all i just immediately think of <laughs> you mixed up like 10 different like folklore a disney story. stories yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. but 665 though no 665 is amazing it's how fine. did you think She's of that good. on the spot <laughs> yeah, i don't know <laughs> It's no, right but that's, next to 666, but it's not, not that's there yet. such a creepy thing, though. Like, genuinely, like, thinking about it, like, people, like, someone peeping through your door, you know? It's great, mm, like, creepy. Mm, through the keyhole, man. Okay. Imagine rural America countryside. A traveling salesman found himself driving through a small town. When his car broke down. Now, I don't have a name for the salesman, so I'm going to let you make the name for him. What do you, what do you want to call him? Uh, Yanni Yonston, please. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know it. The lore behind Yanni Yonston. We can get into that at the end. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, with the town's mechanic away and not due back for a few days, he decided to find a motel and wait until the mechanic was available to fix his car. It always starts like this. I know, man. I know. It's It's a classic. <laughs> It's a Krabby Patty with cheese, a classic. Yeah, yeah. He was he was miles away from the next major city and was weary from a day of driving. So he pulled into the first motel he saw. As he was checking in, the man at the front desk gave him his keys and showed him to his room. He encouraged him to make himself comfortable and ensured there was nothing else that he needed. As he turned to leave, the motel owner paused and said, Before I go... There's one more thing. Oh, here we go. You might notice that there is a locked door at the back of your room. That door is off limits. Please respect our rules and do not go near there. The salesman was tired and could barely wait to get to sleep. So he didn't pay much mind to the odd instruction. He thanked the motel owner and went to bed. The next day, with nothing to do but wait for the mechanic to come back, his curiosity started to grow. That freaking door. <laughs> By that evening, it became too much for him. He walked to the door and paced in front of it for a moment before gathering his nerve and trying the handle. As he had thought, it was locked. He bent down and looked through the old-fashioned brass keyhole. Before I tell you what happens next, what do you think he saw? All right, so he's, you know, reaching his hand, you know, out to the handle. Feels it's cold. It's not, you know, unlocking, not opening. Doesn't work. Just he, keeps trying, doesn't work. He goes down to keyhole level. He slowly mm -hmm. approaches that hole. And he's expecting to see darkness or, you know, like another room that's kind of, you know, shadowy or whatever. But I'm expecting he sees a crusty old witch eye staring him back or back at him. <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. Okay. What he saw was another bedroom. A mirror image of his. I was going to say that. It was a mirror image of him. Oh my god, I was literally going to say that. Okay, this is good. I love this. A mirror image of his, complete with the same worn carpet, old bedside lamp, and peeling wallpaper. Except, in the center of the room, was a little girl. She was dancing ballet but he couldn't hear any music. She must have been only five or six years old. He stood in mute fascination for a while, and the little girl didn't seem to notice. Feeling suddenly flustered and ashamed that he had not respected the rules and was spying on the little girl, he stepped away from the door. 
It was like, man, what am I doing? This is gonna, this is gonna get me cancelled. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the next day, he again was drawn towards the door. Having had a restless sleep, thinking about the strange sight, and how something didn't quite seem right with the little girl dancing ballet alone. The salesman again approached the door, or Yanni approached the door, and looked through the keyhole. This time, all he saw was red. He couldn't make out anything beyond the crimson color. He thought maybe he'd found out, um, he'd been found out, and the occupiers of the room had covered the keyhole. He decided to put it out of his mind and pretend that he had never gotten near the door in the first place. As he was checking out and turning in the key, he decided to ask the motel owner. Would you mind telling me why the room attached to mine was off limits? He asked. The owner looked him in the eye for a moment and finally took a deep breath. Did you look? He asked. The salesman was on the verge of telling him. But after a slight moment of hesitation, he said, No, just curious, that's all. Then the owner said to him, Well, I might as well tell you. Many years ago, the owner of this motel lived here with their daughter. That door is the door to her room. She was only a little girl, and the light of their lives. It's been said that she loved to dance. Unfortunately, one night, a guest broke into the little girl's room, and she was murdered. They say her ghost still haunts it. Heartbroken, the owners lock the door, sealing off her room with her ghost forever. It's been said that over the years, a few people have looked into that room and seen the little girl looking back at them and have died in gruesome and unexplained ways. At this point, Yoni Jonsson sighed with relief. He was like, thank God. Because though he had seen the little girl dancing, he was certain she had not noticed him. But the owner wasn't done with his story. He finally said, Tragic what happened to that little girl. But the strangest thing about her was, they say she had red eyes. That was her looking back at him the entire time. Jeez, man. So she was literally right up in his face, or technically through the keyhole, I mean. Damn. She was looking so close up. Damn. That all you could see was the red of her eye. Goodness. Okay. So... She was watching him the entire night. Oh my god, that's Ugh. creepy. Yeah, that's creepy. So, she has red eyes, you know, because she was murdered, or before she was murdered, she definitely had red eyes. Before she was murdered, she definitely had red eyes. Yeah, I was going to say. I don't, I don't think the like, murder That's cool, had having red, red, eyes. red eyes. Yeah. Is that the conclusion, that she was just staring at him the whole time? That is the conclusion. It's meant to leave you being like, whoa, what, what's the red um, that he was looking at? That's the thing with motels and hotels, man. Especially if you're driving away from like a main city, you could just never trust sleeping in a motel. There's always something bad attached to these spaces, man. It's it's the classic location for a haunted story, man. Just a motel. Just yeah, always, always, man. Now I did a ton of research to try and find the origin of this story, but I couldn't find anything. The furthest I could go back was twelve years ago, and it was a creepypasta on Reddit. And the original writer of the story, which I changed up some of the details about it, mm-hmm. um, they they've deleted their account since, and many of the replies to the to the story itself as well were deleted. The the accounts that replied that is that's really so weird. It's, it, yeah, it's it's really old and really weird, and it's kind of been lost in time. I I dug as far as I could, and I just found different versions of the story. 
but there's something really, really creepy about this story as well. I Is actually it? got oh. recommended this story. By who? Um, by my wife. I was going to say, don't say a little girl, man, that you met, like, traveling or something. That would be really odd. Well, it's funny that you say that. She was a little girl when she heard this story. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, she was at a camp, and one of the camp counselors told her this story. But this would have been, like, 25 years ago or something yeah, like yeah. that. Or, or, like, 20 years ago, you know? And, I'm sorry, excuse me, I'm, I'm maybe the ghost is punching me in the throat. <laughs> I lost my voice for a second. <laughs> Hold yeah. on. So, so when was, let's, let's talk about the timeline. So, your wife got told the story about 25 years ago. When was the Reddit post? The Reddit post was 12 years ago. And that Reddit post kind of made it out to sound like that person was the original kind of writer slash creator of that creepypasta, right? Or is this just like a copy paste? It, that, no, they said that they had heard the story as well and they were trying to retell it to the best that they could. Is it one of those stories that like people just know, but they forgot and it gets watered down in a way, but it's like, Nobody remembers how they know about it, if that makes sense, or the I origin. I think so. I think this is just one of those classic folklore stories that are just passed down over time with the main details being kept accurate, but the, the, the side details of whether the salesman was called Yoni Onsen, whether he was a salesman at all, being different based on how people remember it. Yeah. And how old is the guy that owns the motel, by the way? Just if you know that. No is. idea. That was That part of the story is like... Details are completely lost. Yeah, but yeah. But since now, now since that was a short story, I have to give you another one because oh, we've it. still got time, man. We've still got time. All right, no, but this, this is good. This may be a story that you've heard before. It's the story of Yanni Janssen. <laughs> oh yes, yes, I love Yanni Janssen. Are you are you telling me the story of Yanni or? I'm telling you the story of Yanni Janssen. Okay. Where we're we're I I know. So the story of Yanni Janssen is actually a story that Ari and I have, we both know it. So I'm going to retell it. He knows the story already, but we're going to just enjoy it again with everyone. Yeah, this is a good the, one. Yeah, the reason why is because prior to us making this, uh, getting, into, getting into making this podcast, we did a bunch of episodes that probably aren't ever going to see the light of day. <laughs> and this happened like the, to be one of the stories. <laughs> that Yeah, I, I like that those are like hidden. You know, they're not going to surface you know, at any point. Or yeah, they could, I know, maybe. and they they could, and I think they probably will appear as like little Easter eggs in later stories, like this one, for example, where you just happen to choose the name Yanni Onsen. Yeah. I didn't plan this at all. I just the the story just happened to be short, and I really wanted to tell you it, and I thought we might have some discussion from it, but it's probably uh, wrapped up. I think so. We may as well go into another one. Let's go for it, man. Let's go. All right, this one is cursed toy stores. Deep within the heart of a quiet Bay Area town stood an old Toys R Us store. Its walls echoed with a dark secret, whispered among the employees and daringly shared among locals. From the moment the store was constructed in 1970, peculiar and ghostly happenings plagued those who set foot within its aisles. I just have to say, I love that it's in a Toys R Us, man. It's so Especially, perfect, man. It's perfect. You know they don't even exist anymore. You can't even find them. Yeah, sucks, man. But I feel like nowadays, like 
we are still getting some form of like spooky ghost store, you know, kind of like Chuck E. Cheese, Five Nights at Freddy's kind of vibe going. So that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. So employees would speak about the dolls that flew off the shelves when no one was looking. Their porcelain faces contorted into haunting expressions. Balls would mysteriously roll down the dimly lit aisles, their erratic movements sending chills down the spines of those unfortunate enough to witness them. A cold, bone-chilling breeze would caress the backs of employees when they thought they were alone, as if an unseen presence lurked in the shadows. Whispers would fill the air, calling their names with an otherworldly tone. Some would feel an invisible hand brush against their skin, leaving behind a tingling sensation of unease. Desperate for answers, the store sought the help of Sylvia Brown, a renowned medium with an affinity for the supernatural. In the late 1970s, Brown conducted a chilling seance within the very walls that harbored the ghostly occurrences. As the seance unfolded, Brown claimed to connect with the spirit of Johnny Johnson. (laughs) Johnny Johnson. (laughs) Johnny Johnson, a Swedish preacher or a farmer who once toiled on the lands that now housed the store. According to Brown, Johnny had suffered a tragic fate. His heart was shattered when the woman he loved, Elizabeth, vanished with a lawyer from the East Coast, leaving him broken and alone. His earthly existence ended in anguish. So this is the part of the story where we get to Yanni Janssen. I want to ask you real quick, though. Did we ever yeah. find out, is his name Johnny Janssen or Yanni Janssen? <laughs> Which one is the J? That's the problem. That's the problem. So a bit of context. Anywhere that, like, every single time I would find the story online and I would try and um, bring it all together into one cohesive story, there would be a part of it that would be slightly different. And one of those details would be the name of this guy. <laughs> so in one of them, I saw it pronounced as Yanni Johnson, And in one of it, I saw it, uh, one time I saw it pronounced as Johnny Johnson. And our good friend here, Ari, came up with a solution to that. What do we call him? <laughs> Yanni Johnson. <laughs> Yanni Johnson. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so Johnson put them together. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just both of them put together. <laughs> or Johnny Johnson. <laughs> so back to the story. The true story behind the haunted Toys R Us remains shrouded in mystery. Historical records contradict Brown's account, the lady that did the seance, leaving doubt lingering in the air. Yet the tales of ghostly encounters continue to circulate. The store became the subject of a television show. That's incredible. Where a shadowy figure was captured in an eerie photograph. Its presence unexplained, yet undeniably chilling. So this is a really cool part of this story, this this ghost story in this Toys R Us. Because the actual photo that they that they used, like, uh, infrared cameras to capture, can actually be found. So if you Google Haunted Toys R Us, and I've sent this to, to Ari as well, so he's seen the photo... Yep. You can actually see the infrared photo, which shows the group of people that are performing the seance. And they're all sitting on the ground, clearly looking at each other, talking. And in the background, down the aisle, because it's infrared, it's it's like black and white photo. And it's very crusty. I have no other way to describe <laughs> other than crusty. You can see a man standing, leaning on the aisle, just watching them. And he's clearly looking in their direction while no one else is looking in his and that is meant to be the image of 
Yanni Johnson. That's scary, that man. That they captured. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, they could just be staring at you and you just wouldn't know. They're just in another realm. They're watching yeah. us the entire time. I've and the scary bail. thing is, it, it, um, it, like, substantiated the, the original story that the lady that did the seance and all the people that worked in the store provided. And that was that there's someone, like, walking through here, male, slightly aggressive, in anguish, haunting the aisles of this Toys R Us. So, I mean, when science and, I mean, if you want to call it science, but technology, let's say, mm-hmm. comes into play as well and, and proves that there's something there, ugh, that's when it gets terrifying. And I, dude, I know the whole, like, the feeling that people say, like, oh, you know, I felt hands touch my shoulders and stuff. Not to be that guy and to do it back to back from no, last be time. That that spoke, be that guy. Be that guy. But I, I've had an incident actually where I've genuinely felt a hand on my shoulder, and it was during a time where we were speaking about um, rest in peace, my grandparents, and a lot of chatting was happening, or happening, um, and mentioning their names and you know family names and stuff like that, and and. I'm not even. I've not heard the story, by the way. I, yeah, I, you you need to start you know, from the beginning. What? You know what? Okay, so you know my previous place where I was living, where it was completely opposite to where I am now, right? Yeah, it was a towards standard south. house. Yeah, yeah, towards the south, south yeah. part of you know the city yeah. that we live in in New Zealand. Yeah, so um, it was a really nice house, but it had a lot of weird moments where I would really feel like when I because I was alone a lot in that house, and it's quite big. Uh, especially for this house is becoming a recurring guest on this podcast as well by the way it appeared in episode one and episode two but this isn't the the same house that was when i was living with my brother during uh uh, end of uni this one is like last year literally last year it happened right yeah so every single house you've lived in basically has had a horror story or it actually has man and we can go back to when we were like 10 years old actually that's when it all started really um, oh wow don't don't we we oh god you're making it sound like you and i have been cursed and, and man, everywhere we go that, we've like, been affected but, no but don't put thing. that into don't put that into the real world i don't want to hear i don't yeah, i'm not actually, gonna believe I it i really shouldn't speak that out into existence but now that i think about it by the way that touch that i was gonna say i felt on my shoulder was quite of a calming like yeah go ahead sorry continue with your story i cut you off no it's all good so that that house that we lived in last year just before we moved um was quite big and i just went back to uh live with my parents who just traveled back to new zealand yeah can uh, i just say yeah such high ceilings like really yeah really high high ceiling you know the type of ceilings where you you know when you get into that mood where you're like how are we going to clean this? And you're, exactly, you're a guest at someone else's house? I exactly. Yeah. That's, by the way, that's funny that you say that. I swear I had that thought like once every two days. I'm not even kidding. But yeah, the funny yeah. thing it's, about It was one of those things. You know, when you see it, you're just like, yeah. The high ceilings always made you feel tiny. And um, mm. that house had a lot of like, not creaking, but it had a lot of like moments where you're like, I just heard someone walk down the stairs or I just heard someone go towards the kitchen. Like it's one of those like kind of like... They're pretty like obvious sounds, but it's clearly from the house. So like it, it baits you into thinking that you, you're in the middle of like a haunting or something and you know, you're alone, uh, but it's just actually the walls and stuff. But it had a lot of those moments and enough to make me really like doubt my own kind of like senses. So one of the times where um, actually we were having a chat about my parents, uh, sorry, my grandparents, um, and there was so much chatting about uh, my grandparents who are have passed away, I should say. Um, mm. And because I never met them, I was kind of like intriguing, uh, sorry, talking about them. I was um, intrigued, like, oh, how, what were they like? How were they like? Mm. You know, what did they do? Blah, 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 blah. When you get in that mood, you know, you're yeah. just like, you know what? 
give me yeah. a picture or an image of the past that I'm never going to be able to see. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of was in that state and the lights, not the lights, the whole house lost power. It was one of those moments where it was just my dad and I and the alarm system for the house, it kind of like rings like crazy when it resets when the house loses power the alarm system technically resets it does like a soft reset now when it's it, it, it goes off exactly so i was really stressed i was nervous i was trying to shut it down i shut it down last time when i was living alone when they traveled overseas and i did it super fast this time it wasn't working so my dad goes towards the lounge which is about two meters away or behind me and he's kind of like fiddling with stuff looking for candles all that all that kind of stuff and I'm not even kidding, man. I'm not even kidding. I felt like just like a very calming, nice, like palm kind of like presence. Like, no, no, sorry. I I, I meant palm, not cob. Palm, like, <laughs> like, like, like slap. Yeah, like a palm slap, but it wasn't a slap. It was kind of just like a soft, like pat on my shoulder. And it really felt calming. It felt really nice. It felt like it was like my dad, like behind me, like being like, hey, man, don't stress. I turn yeah. around. I'm like, hey, dad, was that you? And he goes, no, I'm like, I'm like, I'm right here. And I'm like, dude, did you just do this to me? Like, are you like, you're almost 70 and you're pranking me. Like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, and he's like, no, honestly, I'm right here. I'm like, okay, that was really odd. And I started telling him how I felt. And he's like, oh, okay. Then uh, within like 10 minutes, because um, the, the AC also was in a state where it was on, but the power turned it off. And so it stayed open. So I was trying to get it going. Uh, sorry, I was trying to get the house uh, back on with the power and the switch and everything. And I was doing it really well, but the problem is the moment the power would come back on, the AC would flip it. And that's where the issue was. The AC was flipping it. Mm. I won't go into why, but there's an there's like an electrical error that it was like it was added to the electric port. It wasn't like its own source of power. Does that make sense? It was like an extension. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Long story short, when I was doing the AC, it happened again. And this time I'm like on the other side of the house and I felt that pat again and my dad wasn't in the same room as me. Oh my God. Dude, that to me, I was like, what the hell? Like that, like that wasn't like a sinister like touch. It was like, I felt like it was like my grandparents acknowledging me or something. I don't know how to explain it, but it was such a weird feeling, man. And I told my dad about it and he just looked so puzzled. Oh my yeah. God, that is terrifying. Because the first time you said it, I honestly was going to be like, there is a secret YouTube channel that your dad has and he's just pranking you. <laughs> Honestly, and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. you just got pranked, son. No, that's <laughs> and you're not thing, even going to see it until it's like a, a viral video or something like a 70-year-old man pranks his son. He literally does that. So I wouldn't put it past me. Like he would literally be doing that. So when I looked at him and he was genuinely like about two meters away from me, I was like, okay, this is weird. But it happened twice back to back, man, within 10 minutes. And the I second it, time he was not in the same room, so that's no, 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 because he kept on, dude, dude. He was literally going back and forth in the garage doing the switch while I was quickly trying to like. It was like it was like a little mini game. We were like playing a video game. He's in the oh, garage doing the switch. You were the doing little, the yeah. Among Us mini games. <laughs> literally, I was doing elect electrical. I was doing lights. I mean, while he was in the garage, like just doing the ports and switching everything back on, I had like a small window to quickly turn the AC off so it stops flipping the house off again, or switching the house off. Oh, long story short, man, is back to Yanni. I genuinely like, again, I say this like two episodes back to back, but I actually like sometimes when people say like, oh, I felt a chilling touch or like something walked by me. Like, it's weird. I, I do believe in that now. Not to sound quite like, yeah. you know, crazy. No, fair but. enough, man. Fair enough. I mean, you, Storm talking about family members that have passed away, lights turn off, power's yeah. out, and then you yeah, feel something yeah. like that, buddy. You're being haunted. That's all I'm going to say. But, but it was I mean, a nice haunting. It wasn't like a, you know, it wasn't like a spooky one. So uh, It was a Casper haunting, you know, the good one. You know what, man? 
speaking of good good Casper kind of haunting moments, I would love to hear moments where people interact with loved ones or nice stories revolving spirits or ghosts, if you have any at some point. At some point, I might give you that, but it'll be like this where it's like a secondary story because the first story, it's one that you shouldn't listen to before bed. The whole point is to make you have the worst night's sleep ever. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Don't yeah. don't forget the motto. Don't forget the um, the uh, the warning right at the beginning. <laughs> no, no, totally, man. And yeah, that story, I think, I don't know, man, if I was like traveling alone and I had to stay at a motel and, you know, I see a keyhole, I'm actually going to look through it. Yeah. No, I, I, I definitely don't suggest you look through any keyholes. <laughs> um, not only for horror purposes... I think some dodgy, you might see something dodgy in a motel if you're looking into other people's rooms. You might just see something perfectly normal. Well, not normal, um, not ghostly or haunting, but it'll be still something you wish you never saw. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> but you know, like, I, not to sound really weird, but I, I truly do wish that if I ever did stay at a motel and there was a weird, like, kind of like a spooky door that was also within my lobby, or not lobby, sorry, in my, um, like, kind of like, apartment or room i mm. want to know like why is there an additional room in the room? <laughs> why is there another door i, I want to be like i want to be that guy i want to look through it so i not to sound weird i hope i do come across something weird like this oh man when i was um when i was like doing the research for the story i was like why is there another door to another room inside of a room that's what i'm this thinking doesn't even time. make sense yeah. but then again i was like you know it's a they used to live in the motel they had guests there as well these rooms were going to have weird um, connections. Yeah, yeah. But then yeah. I was like, you know what? This might not even be the original story that I've... Because I took pieces from multiple iterations that I saw online. But gotcha. that's okay. It's, it's, that, that's what you got to do when you're trying to find the like... The, there's, no, there's no truth to the story. There's no way of um, confirming that the one story that you find online is the right one. So what you got to do is put them all together and, and give you a piece of every single pie of this horror... Um, monstrosity <laughs> flavored i kind of um, like that pie. flavored yeah. pie monstrosity yeah. Pie. <laughs> yeah i don't know what i'm trying to describe but you know you know what i mean you know what yeah. i mean yes yes i do but anyway i hope you enjoyed um that double whammy oh, that's good this is this is what's gonna happen if if they're um if the stories are short we can have multiple and if they're if they're longer like the last week's one then we can just stick to that but what I'm going to make sure I do is find enough to, to ensure that you have a terrible night's sleep. That's my goal every single, every single week. And that's for everyone listening as well. I'm just, I'm just going to be your bully older <laughs> brother that's trying to like ruin you. <laughs> Good. Bring them as much as you can. And hopefully one day uh, we can do this in the middle of a haunted mansion. Oh, yeah. No, that's totally goals for the future. We're going to like eventually, I think step one is like face cam. You know, we got to be in the oh, same place or something like that. That would be good. Yeah, yeah. And then the next stage is probably going somewhere and recording this and telling the story of the place while there. That would be fantastic. Nope. Um, yeah, no, I, I agree. That You're sounds in? like a good progression. Yeah, yeah. All right. Sounds good, man. Well, that's all for this week. I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, don't forget, don't listen before bed. Goodbye, everybody. Ha 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 